Welcome to the Long Hollow Group Leader Podcast. We believe that life change happens best in circles, not rows. And so whether we're talking about your life group, your D group, or your family, this resource exists to help you make disciples that make disciples. Today on the podcast, we are tackling the topic. It's a difficult one. It's one that we have struggled with every year that I've ever done a group. Me too. Every Every single year. May comes around, we get to the summer, and I'm wondering, what are we going to do? And it is it is a tough one. What does my group do during the summer? And I've done it so many different ways. I have tried to just push through and act like nothing's happened. I have completely stopped it. Yep. Um, Today, what we're going to talk about is that we really don't want to. We want to recommend that you don't stop your group during the summer. Yeah. But we do think that you can do it differently. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. But to kind of get us going, if you have ever done a group, you know the challenges we're talking about. We're talking about vacations, baseball games, you know, what traveling. And it just seems that your group to get, you've maybe had, let's just say 15 consistently in life group or your D group met every single week. Everybody was there. There was consistency. And then comes the summer and it is just a revolving door of people maybe and it's just about half the size or whatever it may be and you just lose some of that consistency and we we often just say man how do we handle this and uh, what we're going to talk about is how overcoming some of these challenges because the summer does cause some of the inconsistency and uh, but what you know Julie is already I've already gotten a piece of kind of what Julie thinks about this episode (laughs) she came in preaching this morning uh, much talking about how inconsistency actually leads to isolation and so we really want to look and say man how do we create uh, some form of consistency so that we can create community so that we can have that place where we can grow and uh, and that can continue through the summer and so with that in mind why don't you tell us a little bit julie i mean share with share with everybody what you just shared with me because it was really good i had amens going here (laughs) why is the summer such an important time for groups that we can't just take off yeah, I, it it is a struggle for everyone to be sure, but I'm telling you, we can't take time off spiritually. Mm-hmm. I think so because sure. of the relaxing nature of summer. Many people are doing vacations. Many people are the rhythm of the summer changes mm-hmm. life for everybody. But oftentimes, um, when we allow that to happen in our groups and we begin to take time off, mm-hmm. we we begin to see a decline in yeah. and the need for community never ends. Yeah. And and even our growth spiritually does not end. I yeah, it doesn't some, take like a two, three month hiatus no. of like, oh, you don't need friends from May to June. Well, exactly. <laughs> or even to be in the word. I heard someone say one time that if you miss your quiet time one day, Jesus knows it. If you miss it two days, you and Jesus know it. If you miss it three days, then you, Jesus, and everyone else knows it. <laughs> and I think that true. that when we think about groups, even that that's so true because it's easier the longer we're not in a group. And I think we found it out even in the pandemic that mm. uh, we got so used to not being around people that it, we found, okay, this is convenient. But now that people are beginning to get back together, I'm hearing yeah. it over and over again. Oh my word, we did not realize how bad we miss community. Right. So I think it it also is just, um, you know, just a way to keep it going is because we need each other. Yeah. And, and community is so important. It was designed mm-hmm. by God for a reason That's because right. he knew we needed each other. But here's another reason, Vic, new people 
seeking community never stop. There are people moving into our area just mm. by mm. the busloads. And yeah. so they're looking for a place to worship. They're looking for community mm. and, and they're brand new. We need to be sensitive to that. We need to be uh, encouraging them to get to know one another. And really, summer is a great time to do that because it is yeah. more relaxed, even in your in your group. You know, you can do some different things, I think, that summer allows us to do just because we're not in such a strict um, schedule. Something you said there that it really uh, stood out to me, you talked about we always need that community. Like we really believe life change happens best through relationships. And so like we can't just take those relationships out. That's right. I had an experience once when this is when I took the route of, hey, our life group is just going to not meet for the summer. We're Mm going to we're going to take a break. And I said that and I had a guy in my group Thankfully, he didn't say it to everybody, but he said it to a few. Uh, and he said, you know, what friends just stop meeting for the summer? Wow. And he just goes like, if this is really my true community, this is my best friends, if this is where I'm supposed to have the deepest relationships, who just stopped meeting for two, three That's months a of the year. Point. And I mean, I was like, dude, that is so right. That's a and I point. think one thing that like for myself, I was just taking the break off because it was a little more difficult mm-hmm. to overcome some of these inconsistency mm-hmm. challenges. And it's kind of what I've always done. Yeah. But when I look back, when I've taken breaks in the summer, that's always been more in a more content-driven mm-hmm. environment that it focused on, hey, our study's over. Mm-hmm. And so instead of starting a new one, we're going to take a break here. But life group isn't about your curriculum. Right. It's about your relationships. Right. And so for, for me, that was kind of the dagger to the heart where I was like, man, I, I guess we don't take breaks from relationships. You would think I should know this as the groups <laughs> guy. Uh, but that that was really when he said it, it just hurt and it stung. And I was like, man, you're right. friendships and relationships don't stop and I don't stop needing them and other people don't stop needing them. exactly right we always need each other and so I I think it's important that we don't take off during the summer I I think we just do it different and we figure out how to do that what do you think um how do how do you find your group's rhythm for yeah. the summer? I mean that that rhythm word I think is big, and you like that, I like word. that word. Yeah, a lot. I, I'm it sure sounds you like do. a good event for women. <laughs> <laughs> the rhythm, you know, if you look, your summer comes with a different rhythm as a family, as an individual. You know, and and for some that's more drastic than others. If you are a family, your summer rhythm is drastically different. Mm-hmm. You're going to travel more. You're going to be doing baseball. Um, you are going to be in and out a little bit more. Um, if you're maybe a young adult or you're an empty nester, it may not be as drastic. Right. Um, and so, but what's important is just as your life gets a new rhythm, your group is going to get a new rhythm. Yeah. And if you're a young adult group, it may not be a, a, a lot different. Heck, you may increase. I know mm-hmm. Gabe and them talk when the summer comes, it is, man, we're hanging out two, three yeah. times around fire pits and everything else. And so it, you may actually increase in that time. Yeah. Uh, but for families, you probably need to change it up. And so you, and what I would really say is to find the rhythm that fits your group for the summer, yeah. um, to proactively set expectations. And so what I would encourage is to discuss it as a group and don't discuss it come June. So what should we do this yeah. summer? Like discuss it in April, discuss yeah. it in the first part of May and say, hey, what does the summer look like for you guys? And maybe your group says, that's business as usual for us. Mm-hmm. Or they may say, well, we travel a lot. We do this and just, and, and start asking, Hey, what rhythm do you think would work best for us? Hey, we don't want to lose these relationships. 
I'm okay with this looking different, but I don't want to stop meeting. Yeah, I think that's so good. And, and something I think I would encourage, too, for those who have families and who have children, whether they're in children's ministry or student ministry, we have camps during mm-hmm. the summer and we just encourage you as a group to support uh, that and make sure that your your kids get to be a part of camp. And maybe they're always looking for counselors. So maybe as a group, even, uh, you know, you can you can go be a part of that as a counselor and uh, do it together. That would be fun. Yeah. Those who can. Absolutely. Using the camps or just mm-hmm. it's trying something new. This is a great time to do it, whether mm-hmm. that's a camp, serving on Sundays, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. This is a, a easy way to do something new to do something different to kind of you know flip the script if you will um and it's and and so it's a great time to do that and when you start talking about this proactively setting expectations that's gonna that like that's a great time for that conversation come up hey this summer what would be something good for us to do could we serve the city could we do camp could we serve on sunday that's a a very natural time to do it I think what's important is you proactively set expectations as a group. Look at your calendars. Like, yeah. I mean, I know that seems tedious, but just like, hey, guys, but maybe you text the group before, hey, look at your calendars and come in mind with how, like, how frequently you're going to be in and out of town. Yeah. And then make a commitment together. Yeah. And 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 those are principles that carry over between life group or D group. Mm-hmm. You need to proactively set uh, expectations. You need to look at your calendars. You need to make a commitment. Mm-hmm. Now, Julie, let's kind of hone in there though for the life group environment specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what could that look like? What does it look like to find your summer rhythm? Let's just for uh, the sake of our conversation today, let's say you're a family where your summer rhythm is significantly different. Yeah. How would you go about kind of guiding a life group leader to find their unique rhythm? Well, I think we've already said if you don't meet every week, at least meet biweekly or once a month, but yeah. don't not meet at all. Another thing I think would be great as a group is to serve because mm-hmm. that is a, a great opportunity to be together as a group, but then to invest in others. Even last night at our life group, we were talking about new people coming in and what is a great way to get to know one another and serving was the thing that came up because you just as you serve together you begin to get to know one another in a different way and that that's a great idea I think um, but also we talk about hangout nights a lot Vic and and those are opportunities whether it's a cookout yeah. or it's it's going to a restaurant to eat together in just, Louisiana it was crawfish boils there you go the summer we there did hangout nights at, all during the summer and uh, it was maybe everybody's favorite part they actually look forward to the summer right. because we I think we partied more yeah. uh, in those times. Yeah, so cookout night, yeah, cookout, whatever, just something different um, to hang out together. And um, and even, I think, it's an opportunity for for maybe couples in a group or individuals to, to hang out together, you know, just apart from the group even. Right. Just make sure that you're intentional with the people in your group so that you don't lose contact and you're having time, um, you know, together. Yeah. I think that connecting outside the group element that you mentioned, I think that's big. Like even if, if you know, you're not going to meet as if you're not going to gather as much, it's important that you still find, how do we keep the relational touch points? How can we continue to ask those questions? Hey, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. How can I pray for you? Mm -hmm. Maybe that is if you've got four or five people that are, that are leaders in your group, that they each have four or five people that they're 
texting on a regular basis, but facilitating something that allows for people to connect, or maybe you have a group me chat or whatever it yeah. may be, uh, but you're just more active uh, connecting outside the group if you're going to meet less frequently right. as a group. Yeah, that's good. The other thing I would say, too, in that life group element, you, you and I were talking about this a little bit, if your group is at a place where you have a leader that's ready to lead a group that believes in the vision. It's, it's full. It's no longer really ready to bring in people. And, you, and you're like, man, you guys need to go start your own group yes. to reach your neighborhood yes. to, you need to like, you're ready. Right. If your group is at a place, life group specifically where you're ready to multiply. I mean, this is a great, this is actually a really good mm-hmm. season to do it because mm-hmm. your, your rhythm and the, and everything is changing and it's easy to finish the spring and say, Hey, at the start of the fall, this group's going out yeah. and using uh, group link yeah. and your staff come alongside to really help do that well. Yeah. Uh, but this is a really a natural time and a good time where if your group's at a good spot and you have leaders that, man, you can go yeah. having those conversations and say, hey, let's use this summer as a time to transition from one group to multiple groups. Yeah, I love that so much. So we've talked about life groups during the summer, and, and it's not totally different, but D groups during yeah. the summer um, it can be a little bit different than life groups. How do you find the rhythm there? Yeah, I think the D groups are able to have probably more consistency than the life group because you're not, it's not as many people, it's not as many calendars, not as many details. Right. Um, so you're able to usually keep that consistency a little bit more. But with that in mind, things are going to change yeah. a little bit. Um, what, again, coming back to that idea of proactively setting expectations, in April or May, I'm sitting with my D group and say, hey, guys, we're going in the summer. To look at your calendars before we meet and mm-hmm. then tell me how, how, how much is the summer going to change up your rhythm? Mm-hmm. And, and I've had plenty of groups that say, man, I'm going to be here every Tuesday like normal. Yeah. Um, and so for those, it's like, okay, great. Let's just keep going. Yeah. Uh, but where you see it is going to mess up uh, schedules or, hey, I'm going to be out a good bit, you want to say, okay, how can we, and, and, and I put this on the group, I say, how can we keep consistency in this group mm-hmm. despite the fact that our schedules are a little crazy? Mm-hmm. Let them kind of talk about it. They may come up with all the solutions, mm-hmm. and then they, they have, they have, they're bought into it. Yeah. And it's no longer like this idea you're pushing, but it's this commitment the group makes. Yeah. Um, I know also – Vic, that a lot of D groups will end in May, you know, and and I, that would be a great time this summer to pray as a group for yeah. starting new groups, replicating, and and as you look toward the fall, um, that that's a great time to be to just be praying together about who God wants to put in in a new group so that you're ready to go in the fall with a with a brand new group. Absolutely, yeah. If you if this is that if your group is winding down and ending in May. Uh, you want to use that. We have that multiply guide mm-hmm. resource, and we have episodes previous talking about it. Uh, our staff would like to come alongside and give that to mm-hmm. you and walk alongside you because that can, that process can be difficult. But th- you're right. It really is such a strategic time uh, that you can use the summer or you can even use the last couple of months of the spring to multiply your existing D group and prepare it to, in the fall, launch multiple groups. Yeah. And yeah. so it's definitely a strategic time for that. Uh, One thing too, I would say this happens often with uh, stay at home parents is that when the summer happens and you're now keeping the kids, they're not going to school. You're the best day for you to meet during the week changes. Ah, yeah. And what happens is if we don't proactively set those expectations, sometimes we just keep plowing through of like, well, we meet Tuesday mornings and it's like, 
if we had just asked, hey, for the summer, does Tuesday's morning still the best time yeah, for you or is good. there better? They could have said, hey, actually, Wednesday nights would be better and you would have solved all your issues. Yes. And so just realizing that new rhythm may come with a better day to meet and you may be able to just easily get out in front of that. And then you don't have to play the, the, the you know, come overcoming the inconsistency mm-hmm. challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I would just say, too, this is a commitment that I make with my guys. If there are two of us available, yeah, we will meet. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've had this scenario, yeah. but you've got a group of four. One of them says no, and you're like, well, there's three of us. Is that good enough to meet? Mm-hmm. And then that guy drops, and you're like, well, there's two of us. Is that good enough to meet? Mm-hmm. When you just say on the front end, if there's two of us, we're going to meet, it helps people know, okay, like we are consistent. Right. We are committed to it no matter who's in or who's out. Yeah. And so then good. lastly, I would just say uh, leverage Zoom and, uh, you know, as you can if you're in and out or, or if nothing else, just ch- check in with people. Yeah. Share your here journal. Share yeah. prayer requests before you meet and say, hey, I'm not able to meet this week, but here's my here journal. Here's how you can be praying for me. Please let me know how I can pray for you. Mm-hmm. When you do that, it's it, it, it's huge. It makes such a big difference than when you're just radio silent and you're not a part of the discussion for a yeah, week. Yeah. And so keep that communication, um, and that's going to help get that consistency even when you're a- unable to meet. That's so good. I, I just think the thing, the most important thing that we've said throughout the whole thing is just the fact that you, you talk about it. You don't yeah, just let good. summer get there, and then you try to figure it out. Do it, do it beforehand and have those conversations so that everybody knows this is important, and we want to stay consistent yeah um because again we need each other we need to be in god's Mm. word together and and the lord will use the summer in a way that that will just shock you so be praying about that no i love that and so hopefully you've heard that have the conversation and don't take off yes but you have full permission to do it differently. Find the rhythm that works for you, that fits your summer, and uh, leverage it to continue those relationships. And as you were saying, God's going to not just um, keep the group alive during the summer. He can use the summer to really create a season where your group thrives. And that's our prayer for you guys. Uh, Please reach out to our staff if you need help, especially if your group is multiplying, um, or if you need help finding your rhythm. Julie and her staff would love to help you in the days ahead. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Take a moment to subscribe and share this podcast. If you are a Long Hollow group leader, click the link in the show notes to access resources just for you. If you are a church leader and want to receive free resources to help you make disciples in your home, group, or church, click the link in the show notes or visit replicate.org.